Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 117, Herb Lab, in which we discuss desert herbs uh, for beauty. Today's show is brought to you by Occupy Medical. Occupy Medical is a free street reach herbal clinic. We have doctors, nurses, herbalists, and others working together to prove that healthcare is a human right. We're located in Eugene, Oregon, but we do go around to other parts of Lane County in order to help folks. So look for us in Roseburg coming up soon. You can donate to our 501c3 for a tax deduction at occupy-medical.org. And Candace Hunter Creations. Candace Hunter Creations, helping folks learn learn and find natural and healthy living ways to take care of themselves and their families. You can find Candace at candacehunter.com. And from Hunter Creation, graphic design and website design. From brochures to business cards to e-commerce stores, they have you covered. Their motto is, yes, we can do that. Visit them at huntercreation.com. And Ace High Heat Graphics, if you need a custom-imprinted shirts, sweaters, hoodies, ball caps, beanies, they they can do it all. Contact them at acehighheatgraphics.com. Well, today's show is um, interesting. So, well, actually, we come to then in a second. We oh, had a okay. conference to talk about oh, here. Oh, we do? Yeah. There's a conference? Oh, yeah, There's we have a conference coming up. Sue? Sue yes. speaking. Sue speaking at the conference. The conference. Which is December 2nd and 3rd. And I want to remind people if you can register before the 27th of November, then you're going to get a discount. So instead of paying 175 then you'll be paying 150 for both days. And that's an all-day workshop. Saturday goes from 8 to 5, and Sunday will go from 10 to 4. And where do they find this information? And this is on the uh, zanya.org, Z-A-N-I-Y-A-N.org. And I'll be speaking on the last workshop <laughs> of the first day. And then, of course, on Sunday, December 3rd, I'm going to be in my clinic but if people have an interest in helping marginalized people, um, if you believe that healthcare is a right, not a privilege, and that access to holistic health healers is just as important as holist- as access to the allopathic community, then please be there because that's going to be our discussion topic. All right. Okay. Yep. Well, as this show as this show airs, it's Thanksgiving week. Yes. So think about all the herbs and herbalism that we've talked about through the year and how to incorporate them into your awesome feast, including the pumpkin spice episode. Yes, right. pumpkin so spice. Make, go, ahead, go ahead and review that. Make sure if you don't have pumpkin spice in your pumpkin pie, you include that. So we've got an awesome recipe mm-hmm. for pumpkin spice on the Practical Herbalist website. That's right. Yours for free. And of course, you can, always, you can always, if you're not into the sugariness, you can enjoy pom- pie pumpkins roasted. And you can add pumpkin spice to them. Yeah, you yeah, put it in just all, all kinds of different things. Yeah. Don't stick it in your eye. Don't stick it in your eye. I don't want them in that. Um, yeah, so there you go. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope uh, yours, you have a good time with your family this holiday weekend. And it's time to be on with the show. So here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism Radio. Radio. All right. Well, I'm going to kick us off with two books here. 
Okay. What? <laughs> more? More books. More books. What are you the saying? Books. More books. You know, because we've talked about books a lot. Do you know, we you, have, but our listeners are have, only yes. hearing the beginning. That's, this is, that's true. This is, this is, this is just, the first shovel. This is your appetizers, folks. The book wow. show is coming up, but it's not this week. Right. This week, we're actually talking about some wonderful beauty preparations. Right. That's true. Yeah. Christina was wonderful. I really enjoyed visiting with her. Yeah. And she got me inspired to look into a few more herbal beauty preparations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I know. I, I've got to admit, I'm not big on, on beauty and makeup for myself. I'm not either. I no. should be. It's a, it's kind of a new, <laughs> new thing for me. I, I feel like, uh, I, I try to make up for my lack of social graces and physical finesse by having an extraordinary personality. Yes. Well, charming exactly. But I think there's a distinction between, you know, cosmetic, and enhancing, you know, blush and lipstick and eyeliner and stuff versus, you know, facial scrubs or a body yes, scrub or right. something where you're Being doing a little bit more, stuff. you know, uh, beneficial self care versus, yeah. you yeah. know, uh, appearance. Yeah, yeah appearance. I have to admit mm-hmm. the self care aspect of it is something that's always fascinated me, and I don't, I don't as often as I'd like get to taking care of myself, like doing a foot soak, you know, that's a wonderful thing or doing a facial or, Mm -hmm. you know, every one, maybe once a quarter, I actually make the time to do that. I kind of wish I did it more frequently. Yeah. My daughter's really good about taking care of herself and she wears, uh, she likes wearing makeup and having different hair colors and things. And really it's an, it's enjoyable to her and it's always been fun to, um, help her through some of that process. I'm very clumsy, uh, myself but at least i can throw the herbs at her right so so there you go yeah and uh, at least that's better than throwing the chemicals at her right and there was always a big concern like i didn't like the hair colors but she wanted to have hair color and so we had like manic panic and different things like that that are vegetable dye dye based so they were actually they were good for her hair and we would use different colored hennas and different things like that and boy did she enjoy that so it's really fun. It's just, you know, she's artistic. So it's yeah. painting, but painting on the body. Yes, exactly. You know? Making yourself a work of art. Exactly. Yes. So I kind of picked up a couple books. And yes. One of them is called Natural Beauty Alchemy mm-hmm. by, okay, I have to, Fifi Macaron. Fifi Macaron. Yes. And then the other one is Organic Body Care Recipes. Mm-hmm. And that one is by Stephanie Torless. And they're both really kind of fun books. Yeah. They're they're uh kinda they're they're those kind of squarish books. So yeah. it's it's easy to and you open it up, then you don't have the big binder break. <laughs> right. Which is nice. Especially for yeah. something with all these recipes because you're using them. Yeah, so, what I liked about both of these books is that they talked a little bit about what like what what are the layers of skin? What is the reason that you're using this kind of oil versus that one or what is the, if you've got, you know, older skin, what are the things you need to look at? Or if you've got younger skin, you know, what are the things you need to look at? So it was, it, it kind of gave me some of the whys behind choices one might make. Oh, that's always good. Because, you know, the, the yeah. beauty industry is really a high finance industry and they have yeah. advertisements full of all kinds of promises. Mm-hmm. And they always are focused on like a symptomatic approach, essentially. Mm-hmm. And these two books, yes, they address the symptomatic aspect, like, you know, if you've got wrinkles or acne or right. blemishes that you're wanting to deal with. Yeah. But more importantly, they they talk about the foundations of health, healthy choices. Right. And they talk for, about diet as well, which was really yeah. nice. I, I like it. 
really like that. Yeah. So this is uh, um, the, it seems like this first one right here, the natural beauty al alchemy one, they've got a, a whole variety of different recipes for it, but they also talk about um, ingredients back here and yes. some of the things, uh, why you would want to avoid some of them. It goes into, and then it also talks about animal derived ingredients, which honestly, it's one of the things that's kept me away from a very early age yeah. from these, a lot of the beauty products, like even as a teenager in the seventies uh, and eighties, I was not happy to hear about what was happening to animals Yeah, for just for lip liner and all that kind of stuff. So right. I was like, we'll forget it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not doing yeah. any of it. That was yeah, that, that is to some extent, that's part of why I eschewed makeup since I was 21. Yeah. But the other part is this, my skin is super sensitive. So any of that stuff that I put on it, it just causes a rash. It hurts. Right. It's bad. My skin needs to breathe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? So for these, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Here's something that you can make in your own house and with um, good ingredients that are actually healthy for you. I know one, here's one connection was I used to wear chapstick all the time, but it's oh. petroleum based. Yeah, so, so my lips just would just get worse and worse. worse. Yeah, yes. it would make it worse. So it just like per meant that because petroleum isn't something that's absorbed, just Right. You know, it just dries out your lips. So you yes. need to continue using it. Whereas uh, botanical oil, you'll absorb it and it helps solve the problem because it's yes. a salve. Exactly. Yes. And these books talk about exactly that. Why? Why are you wanting to do this? Mm -hmm. you know, why? Yeah. Why is, why does some chapsticks make your, or some lip balms make your lips drier? And why does some make them less dry? Or yeah. Dry? moisturize yeah and how do you tell the difference and how do you make good choices for yourself mm -hmm. and lip balms are the number one herbal product like the people use that medicine more than any yes. other they it don't is. think about it as medicine but in fact it is so we do have a recipe on yep. our website if you want to make your own lip balm yep and you guys should have all if you're on our list if you are on our list you should be on our mailing list if you if you're on our mailing list then last week you would have gotten the email on lip balms mm -hmm. if you're not on mailing list then you didn't but you want to get on our mailing list right. and that includes the video on how to make yeah. lip balms so yeah it was an a, excellent excellent little article yeah well, a little Little it's so good. So yeah, I so I decided to experiment with lip balm. I was in a BNI meeting recently, and one What's of our BNI meeting, uh, Business Networking International. It's a networking organization, and I am one of three herbalists right now in the entire BNI internationally that I'm aware oh, of. Oh, na internationally, not just Inter nationally. Yeah. It, oh it's, my goodness. It's, it's an American started company, but it's it's an international. It's, it's sure. the largest. It's the largest networking organization in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm one of three herbalists entirely in this whole huge ass organization. Wow. That is an herbalist. So, mm -hmm. you know, we were, I mean, we've got a power team. If anyone, if any of you herbalists out there are interested in expanding or growing your business and you're interested in BNI, oh, definitely look me up. Mm -hmm. I would be happy to talk with you about BNI. Introduce you to our power team. You know, power team. Power team. So that, that's when you're wearing your tie and suit, right? Yes. You, okay. That's so we. So I was in my BNI <laughs> meeting, and our person that represents the dentistry in our groups gave their presentation, and the presentation was on oral cancer, and oh. she told us that if I remember my statistics correctly, it is three times more likely that you will get oral cancer, including cancer on the lips, 
if you are a man than if you are a woman. Why? We don't know why specifically, but I would put money on the fact that women tend to use lip balm and lipstick, all of which often have at least some level of SPF or sun protection factor mm-hmm. to them. And possibly, so I'm betting that that's, and men are less likely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's my personal guess, which is completely not founded in science or any kind of like polling or anything, but Mm -hmm. I kind of think that. So I decided to make some lip balm. Mm. Right (laughs) on. So I made some lip balm and it was, it was kind of a fun project. I Uh used some of your, your, your techniques and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a fun project. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and it's such a nice thing to give away to as gifts. Yeah, it's yeah. Really I just made like a handful. I mean, honestly, you're making lip balm. You get those tubes and you have like a tablespoon of lip balm you've made. And look, there's five tubes filled. All right, exactly. Right? Yeah, see, I, I made it with my seven-year-old granddaughter. We made like 30 of them and then oh, hand-labeled gosh. them all. And wow. it was super fun. Yeah. It'd be fun. Uh, pouring them, pouring into the lip balm tube is really challenging. It's, which is why I... Uh, I think I spent like 20 bucks for the little rack that you put them now, on. Now, is that pretty much universal? Does that little yeah. rack work for every two? Because I saw in a website in one spot, they're like, if you buy this one and you don't buy our tubes, we cannot guarantee that it'll work. Uh, I've seen like, some oh. different sized ones. Some that are oh, a little narrower, okay. but for the conventional 0.5, you know, the, that that's what most of them are set up to. But you can guarantee if they've got a special size, yeah. then they're going to have a rack for that Those because special rack, good Lord, yeah. it is a pain in the neck. It is. Without I mean, the rack, little, you doing the little fives and Yeah, I made a mess. I mean, yep. like half the lip balms on the, on the, I, I'm smart enough to know to have a, a piece of tin foil that you send them on and, and then the tin foil is super easy to scrape the lip balm back off, put it back in the pot, warm yep. it back up. And fill the other three containers. Yeah. Did you use a turkey <laughs> you know? baster? Or a... I did not. I just poured it straight out of my pot. Wow, you're still... It was wow. really, really hard. I bet it was. That sounds really hard. I don't really recommend hard. that method. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, so uh, we did these, that. The other thing, didn't you have some other item that you we made? We did. We decided to dive into a little men's men's beauty care. Nice, Patrick. Do you want to tell them about you your got a spray bottle there? Your your herbal preparation and how you use it well i didn't i didn't prepare it uh-huh. but i was at the um was it the grocers the natural grocers that yakov works at oh right yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and yeah you Levine. wanted Levine. you wanted to go some you wanted to go there for something else and i all go in the health and beauty section see what they have and i was like looking at all the there's a whole section for men that wasn't there before. Right? Men yeah. have like, and it's, there's a section. Coming there's to your like, own. There's a big section just for men's beards. Yeah, men's beards and oh, facial. They're stuff. called beardies. Beardies. And I thought they were beardos. If you look on beardies. Or if hipsters. You look up, if you uh-huh. look up hashtag beardies uh-huh. on Instagram, you will find a lot of men with beards and a small number of bearded dragons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we're talking mutton chops. We're talking goatees. We're talking so handlebar. The, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have like contests and everything I love for it. men's beards. Good. So one of the products that was there was called um, uh, shaving oil. And not the kind of oil that you use to oil up your shaver. This was oil that you applied to your face prior to p- applying the lather. Hmm. So the razor would glide on the oil. Oh, and you uh, never used that before, did you? I'd so never what's even the heard advantage? of it before. You just have an oily face. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly that's what it. you want. Yeah. That's what we want. want. So well, sexy. Aside from aside from being able to uh, add 
skin toners, skin moisturizers like vitamin E. And oh, because the shaving, you're making it really dry. Yeah, well, you're taking mm, off, like if you do it, you'll take off a layer of your yeah. skin. You know? mm-hmm. So I thought, well, geez, geez, Candace, you're an herbalist. <laughs> Fix you, it. You can make one of these. I mean, because uh, uh, like a one and a half, two ounce bottle was like $10, $50, $11. I was like, well, that's, that's, that's quite expensive. Yeah. Um, so that I said, is. hey, can you make out something for me? And she's like, yeah, I think I could. So she went home and she whipped up a, a um, recipe and and I tried it and it was like, where have you been all my life? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't even make it past trial number one. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, and the first trial was thicker than, than yeah. it wasn't as viscous because I couldn't spread it because you don't right. need a lot. I mean, you're not talking about you know a tablespoon of this stuff. You're, you're just talking, talking about a squirt. We're talking yeah, about like the equivalent size. of like. A maybe a dropper full of tincture dropper, like, you know, like twenty or thirty drops. Okay, yeah. essential. It's yeah. not and then you a rub lot. it in your hand. You'll, you'll get your your face hot, of course, and then dried. And then you take the oil and you rub your hands and get that warmed up. And then you spread it onto your beard area and onto your neck, especially on your neck, for for guys. And just and then for I use a. Um, a soap dish and, and, and the old fashioned with the brush and, and the, the soap badger dish hair and the brush. Yeah. yeah, and I lather yeah. up. So that's what I use. So do that, and then I have my older razor. And God, yeah, you it, have it like just, an old, the old straight razor, right? Well, I don't have a, I don't have a full straight. It's a safety oh, like razor, like a Sweeney Todd but, style. No, that's the full straight. Not oh, the full oh. straight. No, yeah. no, this is just a uh, double edge, very basic. Razor your grandfather had. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Like when we, were, when we were kids, we could go to the drugstore and buy that little pack of razors. Mm-hmm. It would have like a hundred little razor blades in it right. or whatever yeah. it was for like 50 cents or some of the ridiculously low number. Mm-hmm. And then now you can't buy them as easily because there have been all those TV shows where they used those razors to cut their cocaine. So those oh, so razors, it's the cocaine. So okay. those razors are cocaine available. users. I know. Crummy right. drug population. <sighs> So thanks Hollywood for telling everyone. Yeah, I should have kept it a secret. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for me, <laughs> I got rid of the razor burden. Nice. And Good. now I shave with it all the so time. So yeah. you would just oil it up and then let it soak in, and then no, you'd not say, even let no, it soak you in. Let it you just you just oil in. it up with your you know pea sized amount of oil, uh-huh. and then put your lather on and. And go, mm. and it adds as another layer of lubrication between the blade and your skin. Yeah, nice. And ever since that, no razor burn. Wow, yeah. I, I bet that would he's been work for lady parts. It would work really well for any parts, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, anywhere yeah. where you're going to have to put metal against skin, and you're 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 cutting hair. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Occupy Medical is a free street reach integrated health clinic that demonstrates by example that healthcare really is a human right. We're an all volunteer clinic of doctors, nurses, herbalists, and others working together to heal the community. What kind of donations are you guys looking for? We need vitamins, herbs, socks, toothbrushes, and of course, good old fashioned money. You can find a complete list of our needs and contact information at occupy-medical.org. Occupy Medical is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was great. Um, I It's part of my regime now, my, reg, my regiment, and, and that's what I do. Will there be yeah. a recipe for that? For- I, I could probably put a recipe up there. It was otherwise we're torturing people. It was mostly, I mean, it was castor oil was one of the big ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. It's crazy, right? We are all like, oh, castor oil. Ugh. 
But it's a but good, it's good consistency. Yeah, it is. And it's good, really good for your skin. Yes, it is. So castor oil and pumpkin seed oil. Yeah. And I think you put something else in there. Cause I, I mean, you know, we're guys, we like some, some scents, but I think yes. the first one that she gave me, she didn't have a bottle. So it was a leftover mint. Oh yeah. That was excessive oil. peppermint. Yes. Well, it was okay. It just had a, I just I used, had a minty smell for yeah, the first few days. It was so more, got up to more minty than desired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I use, I use vegetable glycerin in there as well to help buffer the essential oils. And, okay. And for, you to know, help keep nourishing. it together too. Yeah. So it's a more of an emulsion. Yeah. So what kind, what did you decide for an essential oil that you liked? The essential oils that we ended up using Besides the peppermint, because it was just put into a peppermint essential oil bottle, which mm-hmm. is not actually part of my recipe since I didn't measure anything. Oh, it, it, just, was just, it just happened to be Yes, ice. I had no bottles. I didn't know what bottle to use, and I didn't know how much he would want. He's like, well, probably the dropper top like in essential oils would be good. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Went into my store of bottles that I have yet to clean because I didn't have any clean essential oil bottles. Good thing you're lazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm super lazy. So I just, I always oh, go in there first and see if there's one that, so I was like, oh, peppermint. That's an okay. That would be a safe one. So right. I'll just use that bottle. So I did use that bottle. So okay. whatever, however much peppermint is in the inside of an empty bottle, <laughs> that's how much peppermint you get okay. in. And then the other ones that I put in were clove, fir, juniper, bergamot, and rosemary. Oh my word. Wow. So it was a more complex mix of essential oils. Yeah. Did um, you base it on some kind of aromatherapy thing? A little bit, yeah. And I was I was also thinking about the kinds of scents that men are attracted to in terms of what they like to wear for themselves. So Cookie a little dough. A little more earthy and a little bit more um, herbaceous. Pine-like, pine yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah. And I also use Douglas fir oil in there. Yeah, she did. So... The essential oil, Douglas fir essential oil? No, oil infused. Douglas fir in, fir infused oil. Did you use, did you make that yourself from yes. the needles? Yeah, use the yeah. needles from your tree out there. Yes. Okay. Yes. Out there, I'm I'm for the listening audience. I am using my head to point to a Douglas fir, <laughs> which is right outside the window from <laughs> which we are. Now which you know. is probably the source of the needles for which the- was yes. <laughs> How yes. long did you soak yes. those? Um, it's probably a couple of months when I did it. I've had mm-hmm. that oil. It's I've had that oil for quite a while. It still smells strong, and the energy still feels strong on it. And what's your what was the base that you grapeseed oil? Grapeseed oil. Okay, yeah. You like the grapeseed oil? I like it in part because it tends to not leave an oily residue if you use it topically, and it is um, light and fairly like it works for oily or dry skin. It's a very fairly universal oil. Mm-hmm. And it is relatively inexpensive at the large restaurant supply store that I buy. That's nice. Oils from. So I can buy like a gallon of it for 13 bucks. My word. So it's relatively inexpensive. I think wow. it's, is it a, it's $13, isn't it? It might be Maybe. a little more than that, it but it's under 15. 20. Yeah. Either wow. way, it's cheaper than olive oil. Mm-hmm. And I don't worry about, oh, is it real olives? Is this from Spain or from California? Right, because yeah. of that hassle. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I like the grapeseed oil for all those things. And it's the oil that I use in my dog food, the mm-hmm. rod for our dog's raw dog food, which is also a recipe on the site, actually. Aha! In case you want to treat the Wavo. Your, yeah, the Wavos. Yeah, if you, if you want to treat your canine friends to a Thanksgiving meal, they will truly appreciate. Yeah. You can go get that recipe and make yeah. that for them. I've seen your dog appreciate <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your dog really appreciate that. She oh, does. Oh, yeah, yeah Kendra. That recipe is for a month of dog it food. It is a month. It's a month's worth <laughs> of so dog food. So if you really want to add that to your 
holiday baking <laughs> but you spend all the time with it boom mm. and it's done for a month that's it nice. is yeah it, it is. takes about three hours and you got a month of dog food yes oh yes word. and i'm about a week away so thanksgiving day after thanksgiving when you're like off fishing or whatever it is you're going to be doing i'm uh-huh. making dog food nice so everybody dog food day is black friday okay don't go to the stores just make, make dog food own. make your own make your come own. on your canines will love you for it. Indeed. Oh, oh there's a and canine there making see? some noise right there. there. Jasper's chiming I'm in. Cute. Yeah. Huh. All right. Must see something outside. Yeah. Well, I had a small thing with uh, Sage. Ooh. Because she was talking about Sage a little bit there. Yeah. And in the clinic, you know, we've had people that come through with very skin conditions. Yes. So being able to add that. We've had some pine essential oil just sitting in our clinic as a donation for a while. Mm. And I did not know what to do with it. Ah, so it was really yeah. helpful to hear uh, Christina talk about with the pinion pine. I don't know that this was pinion pine, but it inspired me to kind of add those two together for, um, it was a skin combination for somebody that had, uh, we just had apple cider vinegar and put that in a one ounce spray bottle and then added those two essential oils to put on a, con- a condition that was kind of weepy Nice. And was she just wanted it to dry up? Yeah. So and yeah. that's part of another regime that she worked on with the nurses that were there. But that was that was something they said we just need to have something to suck some of the moisture out of this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a problem. Yeah. So that that was great to it's offer that. Yeah. yeah, and just a few drops of the sage, and then a couple of drops of the pine, and nice. um, then you know, giving her some nice high vitamin C because vitamin C turns into collagen, so yeah. that's really good for wound care and. Came back happy. Yeah. Well, that's happy, happy patients. That's Lovely. what we want. That's what you want. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. I was glad to be reminded about the qualities, or told about the qualities of pine. I just think of it as like, well, yeah. makes a fine tea. Yeah. Christina, she's so vibrant. I mean, yeah. she's so excited about about what she's doing with the desert herbs. Yeah. And I love that. I yeah. love that. It's great. Yeah. I've used pine back when I was uh, having kids, you know, way back in the in the nineties, uh, as a, like I threw it in the bath oh, okay. pine and needles in the bath. Yeah. Here's the thing that I did not think about. Pine is really resinous. Yeah. So throwing so it in the bath. really fun to clean up. It, the fun was not the word I used, but it did start with F U. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, it was an folks. old porcelain. Maybe don't put the pine needle in the bath <laughs> after all. <laughs> And I, yeah, it, it was an old, old porcelain bath. So I just yeah. soaked everything up. And oh, so, yeah, yeah, I was that doing some been... elbow grease there. Didn't nice. like that. But in a Oops. foot bath, that would work like really nice. Smaller right? basin, that would have been yeah. a much better one. And for people that have um, any kind of edema or swelling of the feet at all, fabulous. Nice. And the scent was really nice. Yeah. So that was one thing. Whilst I was in the bath, I was like, oh, this is fabulous. And then the water went down and I looked around like, oh, I have Darn a different it. opinion. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch all the relaxation vanish. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 But there's some beautiful plants in the desert. I want to learn how to uh, work with them a little bit better. I know that there's a lot of, we have high desert cheese from a high desert just over the mountains from where we are here in the Lama Valley of Oregon. Yeah. There's high desert there too. And, and I know there's a, different types of plants but it's still that same kind of energy 
you know, yeah. with really concentrated plants. And she yeah. she has mentioned before, you know, be very careful with those concentrated energies because, mm -hmm. you know, you can overuse them. Yeah, like using just like five little leaves of chaparral. Yeah, more than enough. That is plenty. Yes. I mean, seriously. Yep. You know, they're tiny leaves, but truly, five is plenty. Yeah. I have a pint jar right now that's filled, a, quart, a pint jar that's filled with chaparral that someone gave me. Oh. And it was, it was you know, it was a... Tincture? No, wildcrafted, like the actual oh, leaves. Oh, just the leaves. Just the oh, leaves. Oh, okay. Was and, that your friend Candace that gave it to you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we have an article about that for yeah. her. That's cool. Yeah, and then I got, I think... Laria. Yeah, I think that was, and then, so anyway, that is like, that will last me potentially for the rest of my life, you know? <laughs> yep. And I, I mean, I check it for, is it still strong every now and then? And it is. It's yeah. amazing how well. Staying power. Yeah, it's it's strong. So, yeah. yeah. If you're making a tincture of that, I have made it with a very high dose of alcohol. Like I used Everclear. And then I think I put in like 75% of that. I would So like 95, 90 proof or? Yeah, I use, I use the, what is the other word for Everclear? Uh, 191 grain proof. Alcohol, grain alcohol. Yeah. yeah. So I had a cup measurement and then uh, three quarters cup was the that alcohol. And right. then the other one quarter cup I used for water and I put the, the um, Laria, um, yeah, otherwise known as creosote or chaparral leaves in there and made a pretty potent. Yeah. Yep. And I could have yeah. probably used less water, but they were kind of, kind of uh, dry. Yeah. So what you're, really, what you're really working on there is the resins. So. I was working yeah. on the resins, which is why the high alcohol content was yeah. pretty important. And it ended up, I don't think I used it for anything for me. I yeah. it all ended up for, for patients, of course. Yeah. So, but it worked really well, that's for sure. And yeah. I was very careful with them to say this is very potent. Yes. So we're not we're using this it. as a low dose. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Which after they took a taste of it, they they, they were, were like well, very thank compliant. Goodness, on that. it's a low dose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll taste that all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, herbs of the desert for beauty. Do we um want to talk urban news? Sure. So did you see the link that I sent you guys? Yes, the, the mushrooms. The mushrooms. The study on mushrooms. Yes. You, do you want to I don't yeah, have we can, I don't have that in front of okay, me. So can fine. you refresh our memories on the name of the study, name of sure. the article? Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. So the article, um, and this was in lots of different feeds last week. So you know, it doesn't matter what you where you find it, but the essential uh, so which, what's the article that you found? Well, well the article that I you know, linked to or found was from Science Daily. Uh, Mushrooms are full of antioxidants that may have anti-aging potential. And this was um, from Penn State. And they basically um, were looking at uh, the mushrooms and they said that porcini uh, mushroom had by far the highest content of the anti-aging um, those are tasty. Those yeah, are and on the plus side, portinis are, are really good. Cheap. But mm -hmm. they even Cheap said too. the common mushrooms, like the white button, had mm -hmm. less antioxidants, but they still had them. Mm -hmm. So even, mm -hmm. you know. I wonder if it's because they're not as developed. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm betting that the button mushrooms that we buy in the grocery stores don't always necessarily have the same, like, nutrient base, that like a porcini, because those are you, you have to wildcraft those. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. I well, that's true. They're, well, I think that um, they're also grown commercially, 
And I know that the button ones are in de undeveloped. So it might be it has to develop a bit before it goes in there. But beyond um, that, uh, the difference it looks like between uh, some of these, just the influence of white button mushrooms, I'm looking at the Penn State study right now, is uh, pretty significant. The two antioxidants that they're um, looking at are ergothionine mm -hmm. and glutothione. Um, they also appear to be correlated in mushrooms. Um, and the really cool thing about this is a lot of times antioxidants in um, food, yeah. not, they're not heat stable. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most right. antioxidants so, yeah. vanish when you cook yeah, them. Yeah. You cook them and they're gone. Mm -hmm. Well, in mushrooms, they're very heat uh, stable. Right? Yes. So you get a chance to... Uh, and, you know, put those into your diet. So, And it also said you didn't have to have a ton of these mushrooms each day. No. So if you're having, what was it, like an ounce or two of mushrooms daily, you're getting plenty in terms of the antioxidant content. Uh, something like okay. three milligrams a day. That's yeah. pretty tiny. Yeah. yeah, that's not even enough. Five button, yeah. five button mushrooms a day. Yeah, exactly. So the button mushrooms are the same as the white mushrooms that we buy from the mm -hmm. grocery that's store. The same thing. Yeah. yeah, which are also they're an agaricus species. Mm -hmm. I forgot which one, but they're but an agaricus. You can spend a couple of dollars more and get them, even get their creminis, the creminis, and the creminis are, are and the portabellas are all the same. Though three of those yeah. are the same mushroom, and then the creminis are like the brown version, and the portabellas are the fully opened. Right, version. Exactly. So, so all three of those, however you want to incorporate incorporate them into your daily diet, those would be a really healthful way to do that. Yeah, it's it's nice because they're seeing some of the studies on that um the amino acid, the L ergonothene. That one that you can you we don't produce that one unlike some of the other amino acids that we have supplements for, like right. we actually produce that. But this one, you just need it from dietary sources. Right. And mushrooms provide, provide it in a non-meat source. Right. Which is which really, is really so big for vegetarians. Yeah. Spread nicely across. So another spectrum. reason to go mushroom hunting in the fall yes. and to have more mushrooms in your diet. So I just thought that was a neat article and that right before neat. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So make sure to get your mushrooms in yeah. for your mushroom gravy or mushroom in your stuffing. Oh, or yeah. Mm -hmm. All that other stuff where you can figure out mushrooms. Oh, hey, stuffed mushrooms are a great hors d'oeuvre. Oh, my God. Right. That's true. Uh, some creminis, take out the stem, put a little stuffing, a little, little topper in there. Mushroom stuffing, too, just in yep. for mushroom people stuffing. that eat turkey. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yep. So lots of opportunities to bring mushrooms into your holiday fare. Oh, I wonder if it would translate into shiitake broth. Hmm. Before mushroom tea. Yep, that's true. That's true. And with that, goodbye. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication. Or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem, any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.